You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network, powered by Interstate Batteries. From your truck to your trail camera, Interstate Batteries has you covered. Visit your local Interstate Battery store today or online at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. This is the Sawn Outdoors Podcast. Sean, I'm all late tweet. <laughs> now I can hear myself. It's a little bit more embarrassing. When are I we say on? Things like that. You hear your voice on. like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would be embarrassed too. Yeah, <laughs> if I had that voice. Mine's a little deeper, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Okay. Well, we're here at the Western Hunting and Conservation Expo in Salt Lake City, 2018. Uh, I'm McCade Cox. We've got... I'm Ian Duclos. Rocky Dedamonte. Uh Shed Crazy. And Brendan Labrum. Awesome. Uh, and we're here talking to Scout to Hunt. Uh, Brendan is uh, one of the members of one Scout of to Hunt, one of the guys. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Brendan, why don't you give us a little rundown about uh, what Scout to Hunt is and how, how it came to be? Absolutely, yeah. Um, so first of all, what Scout to Hunt is, is a visual data platform. That's what we call it. It's a hunting research platform. Um, basically, what we do is we run and operate a private system of, of trail cameras. Uh, we have a dedicated field team that manages that, all in-house. Um, we cover Utah, eastern Nevada, northern, northern Arizona, and Colorado currently. Uh, so what happens is all the data that comes through this system is uploaded to the visual data platform. We organize it and present it on a regional basis. Um, so you can't see it here, uh, but on the, on the platform, we have uh, what we call sectors which are um, hexagons that are about 45 square miles yeah. um, of area. Um, and the images are somewhere found, you know, spotted, taken from somewhere within that region. Um, but we don't show or say exactly where those, are, you know, those camera locations are for a lot of reasons. Um, but what happens is it gives you a general perspective, objective information of what might be out in the unit. Uh, so on a personal level for, for the individual hunter, they're able to get information on their own to confirm the, the type of quality of game that might be out in a unit. Uh, whether it's during application season uh, and they're trying to figure out where to apply, uh, as well as during the season, they're able to use that as a reference point uh, to go put boots on the ground and, and, you know, do the hard work from there. So it's just a, a general idea of what might be out there. You know, we there's tons of does, like you guys have seen, tons of does, uh, cows, small bucks, small small uh, bulls, all mixed. Because we're not saying, we're not scouting for the person. You know, we're saying, hey, that's where you find the big bucket bull. That's your job. All we're saying is objectively this is what occurred in this, you know, large region, and you can interpret that however you want. Okay. So someone that, uh, say, they don't have any time to get out ahead of the season or something, or they're... Hunt, they want to hunt a unit that they've never been to before. Right. This is a good tool that they can use to kind of potentially scout the unit, see what kind of classic game is in there. Yeah, yeah just get an idea, get a rough a idea, what might the expectation of, would be in terms of what they might see when they once they actually go out there and scout glass and you know okay. put boots on the ground. Yeah. How long have you guys been up and running? So uh, we officially launched August first of last year, okay. 2017. Uh, so we're still pretty fresh, still pretty new, uh, but we're we're chugging along. Yeah, right. Okay, so I know you recently launched your app, too. Before you were just kind of a web-based, you know, uh, website. Yep. But now you have an app, which uh, I think could be a, a huge benefit. Yep. Not everyone's sitting behind their computer at all times. Right. Mm-hmm. So Most of the time they're yeah. sitting in bed, right? You check <laughs> yeah. Instagram, and then the next thing you get check Scout to Hunt and make sure. Yeah, right, right, right. See what's going on there, yeah. Right on. 
And then we got Rocky Dedamani. We've been friends for some time now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've joined the Scout to Hunt field team. Yeah. Right? So what I do for Scout to Hunt is I run out and I check trail cameras for them. Uh-huh. Um, everything that we do, we don't use the trail cameras that <clears throat> transmit images to anybody. So we're, we're boots on the ground. We're out there walking around getting those. Every camera has every, to be physically every camera. checked. We go physically pull the lock off it, pull the SD card, put a new one in, okay. and then send that back so that it can so that way it can go through and sort out all the cows and all the people and anything right. else that we might not that people really don't care about seeing on the website. And so that's my job with Scout to Hunt, and it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed being able to go. How out often and check are them. these these cameras being checked? Right now, it's less often than we'd really love for it to be. But our goal is we're trying to get to them once a month um, in the slower times of the year, like through the winter and, and spring, and then yeah. we're trying to get to them every other week through the hunts, yeah. okay. so, just so that we can have the most current and up-to-date, relevant information to, for people to have on yeah. the website. It's all about our users. Gotcha. So, so these are all cameras that are owned by Scout to Hunt. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, we, that's We keep a tight dish on that um, to maintain the integrity of the data, because, uh-huh. you know, if you who knows if where it comes from if they just hand us their information. So we don't buy information. We don't take information. It all comes from these, you know, the cameras that these guys are pulling. So, yeah. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, I, I've had a chance to look around at uh, your website and the, at the app before, and, uh, I mean, I, I definitely see some advantages to it. Um, I also have heard things, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure yeah. you have too. What are some of the, the negative What's some of the negative feedback you're getting? Well, I'm going to flip that on you. What are, what are, what's the negative feedback? What are your concerns? <laughs> what, let's take Ben. Well, what kind of, what kind of, I mean, of course, the second it goes negative, you're like, oh, let's yeah, bring him in. Right? This guy. No, and I, I don't have really any, like, a official association with Scout to Hunt. I've been lucky enough to go out with Rocky and check trail cameras, um, just recre- recreational, really, for these guys. Um, and... I think most of the negative that I've heard about it seems to be misconceptions on the fact of whether you're selling a specific animal, which is funny to me in a way because it's okay as long as you call it a guide outfitter relationship. Right. Then you can right. sell an animal, you know, but don't, <laughs> heaven forbid, you, you do it online, right? Um, but I, I'm sure it's just mostly misconceptions that are out there about selling animals. That seems to be the big one that's floating around. Um, as well as you, I think anytime you come out with anything like this, you'll have the hardcore crowd that says, "Oh, do your own work, do your own work, do your own scouting." And I think it's a misunderstanding. Once people look at this app and once they look at the website, it's just a new tool, you know, yep. similar yeah. to some other ones that are on the market. Well, right. and he talks about doing your own scouting and things like that. I mean, it, our subscription is one forty nine ninety nine a year as of right now and one trail camera that we run costs about $150 then you have gas to go check that trail camera then you have oh, the yeah, time this, it takes to go check it SD cards batteries <laughs> and, and it's, it is and it I mean if you want to go if you want to go run multiple trail cameras in different units I mean you're looking at a couple grand just to run trail, trail cameras for a year if you really get into it right, right. But this is for the guy who, who works a 9-to-5 and wants to be with his family and, and spend weekends with his family who doesn't want to go running all over just checking trail cameras and have zero time to do that other those other important things. And so he can buy the subscription for much less than a trail camera. Or the gas trail to run out there. Right. Exactly. Right. Two trips out there, it's, one trip, depending on where you're at. It's yeah. a huge yeah. money-saving venture for the for the do-it-yourself guy, yep. you know. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Ben. Uh, I think there is some misconception. I mean, you first time I heard about it, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys serious? Yeah. Uh, but the more I got to understand what it was really all about, what, what you actually did, uh, 
I could see the advantages of it for people. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, I, I think there's guys out there that this is not a tool for them. Right. Those guys oh, yeah, have the time like to get else. out there. They pound the hills. They know where right. they're going. They know what they're right. looking for. Uh, but I definitely see the market uh, value for a service like this. Yeah. yeah. And the main thing, at least from our perspective and from the get-go, has been working with you guys, like the, the community, right? Mm-hmm. And getting all the input and figuring out what it is that provides value for you guys and makes sense and doesn't, you know, cross the, the, the line that we, we want to hold, you know, that standard that we have out in the field in terms of um, yeah. I, hunting, I, right? I mean, guys are pretty private uh, when it comes to their hunting spots, and uh, I can see their side of it and being like, what are you guys doing? That's my right. spot. Like, right. you give it up by location. Uh, where you're, you have your sectors, when you first got started, you actually had exact trail cam locations, Rocky and I. We put it to the test out in the desert, and we went and found cameras. I'm like, huh, there it is. And that that was the reason why. Because we, yeah. we originally thought, hey, we should do it by our region. Not by a sector, but like just like split the units, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're like, dude, how are they going to know that this is – we're not, you know, bluffing, right? Well, yeah. I wanted to prove you wrong. Like, right. I want to be like, is this camera really where they say it is? Like, why, why would they tell someone where this $200 camera is? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so it was a fine line, and, you know, we so we started with that, and then we – the community is like, no, right? Yeah, right. And, and, and we have that idea, that expectation, but we're trying to weigh the balance. And so uh, once we got that feedback, we're like, all right, we're, we're, let's change it. And we, we designed the sector, which yeah, has the, been positive. Yeah, the sector definitely f- helps you find that, that I guess, kind of fence area where you can still show the, what the game what game is out there, but without getting too private, too personal, yeah. touch, stepping on people's toes, and, so to speak. And the other thing a lot of people worried about with that is if we're giving away an exact location, then people, a lot of people just go sit that water hole. Yep. Right. They'll go sit right there and watch it, you know, and, and, and we don't want that because that's just going to cause overcrowding and things like that. We want yeah. you to go find out what where those animals actually are during the day and where you're going to be able to hunt them yeah. best and not just have 20 guys sitting on the same water hole because they yeah. saw it on our site. Right. You know, kind of the whole selling the location of an animal thing, a lot of people think because you have a picture of a, a critter in a certain location, that, right. that critter's there, no. right? which is not the case. I'm good, at, I'm good at getting trail camera pictures of deer, but I'm bad at killing deer, so <laughs> seems kind of the way like, like it is. But you guys talked, too, about the, uh, the number of people in the, the program being capped, right? Correct, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's another thing, kind of working with the community. We've done uh, what's called the limited membership system, and so... Um, proportional to the amount of coverage we have in the system, uh, we cap how many actually, how many memberships we accept. Um, and that is to help in terms of the, the fear of concentration. So it's more distributed. Okay. So as we add more sectors, we open those seats. Um, but if there's a cap, if we've you know, met that cap and there's no more sectors being added, we don't accept any more people. So well, that's interesting. And again, it's all about the users. Like right. we don't, we don't want to just be like, Oh, Hey, thanks for buying our subscription. Now we're going to try and give this to as many people as we possibly can. We're trying yeah. to say like this, this is actually going to give you an advantage over the next guy to have this information. Not just that everybody in your, and their dog is going to have the same information. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and that's the whole point of it is to support the individual hunter. There's great resources out there, mm-hmm. um, but a lot, of it, a lot of it, you know, can be speculation or hearsay. And so you just never know uh, what, what's, what's going on. And so right. on an individual basis, having something to verify on your own is, you know, a positive. And that was kind of the goal. So what states are you guys currently running cameras in? Where, where can people be expecting to, to use your, your services? So Utah. Uh, okay. Is kind of the main 
density, you know, focal point that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, all last year, we heard nothing but Colorado. You wanted, you guys were one of them, telling us that to, to work out Colorado. But so that was kind of a focus this year. Uh, so Colorado, Utah, Eastern Nevada, and Northern Arizona currently. Okay. So to answer your question. <laughs> yeah. Um, ben. How do you feel like this could be a useful tool tool for you? Do you see any value in it for you? Yeah, as for me, I run my own trail cameras pretty much, as a lot of guys do now. Um, so for the hunting side of things, branching out out of state is going to be helpful. I feel like where I won't have to drive out of state and set trail cameras, but the main reason I liked about it, the first time I ever saw it, I was like, oh, I want to use that for finding sheds. And uh, that, I think, is going to be my primary usage to find out where, where the bulls are during a certain time of year, where the bucks are during a certain time of year. I can go on there and check it out and see. So that's something that definitely piqued my interest about it, the shed, yeah. the shed aspect, because that's all I can think about. It's <laughs> the way my brain works. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. Yeah, and I think that's a huge benefit of just keeping – well, obviously some of our snowed-in cameras aren't going to be of much benefit through the year, but our lower uh, lower elevation cameras are super beneficial just for that because yep. they are up year-round, and if they're cameras that we can check year-round, then, I mean, we were just looking at a deer today that that we're getting later on in the year where deer are getting ready to start shedding. I mean, we can say, like, okay, he's been around here, and we might go start gridding that area and trying to find his sheds. So it is beneficial to have them have that year-round resource, and then you're not having to drive around and go check your cameras all year round either. Have you guys had success yet? Finding a shed? Yeah, using it to to get in a shed area. I have had success. Actually, we went out and checked on some of these cameras, and we found a herd of bulls, and that's the biggest success I've had so far because they haven't (laughs) dropped yet, and I haven't gridded it yet because it's too early in the season. But you know, just starting to kind of kind of look at it i think this year it will be a, be something that helps us have you guys had some pretty good success stories come back with people using it to take animals or? um we had a few uh, do you know sam andrews uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that was one of uh one of the best he had a really great bull on the boulder and he said you know he never would have been in that area if he hadn't had that information right yeah. and he was still out there you know for i think two days right you know glassing and, and working he just had the general area to go focus on yeah. you know what i mean starting point and that's what it was and, and he tagged that great ball exactly this doesn't cut out any work for you as a hunter if you still want no. to be successful no. you're gonna to have to hide well oh then i'm not buying it there's road hunters <laughs> out there i want all the work cut out <laughs> if you got the dead amati luck <laughs> but, but no like we went over the oak creeks that one time and, and we're using this resource and it uh and we still didn't even end up seeing an elk i mean we knew they were there because yeah. they were on the cameras but we didn't end up finding them i mean this is not this isn't killing the animal for you it's not telling you okay he's going to be here at this time this is this is just like we're saying it's a starting point good start it's to say there's this caliber of buck or this caliber of bull in this area and well, you, you can go out the, and find him the areas are 45 square miles, square yeah. miles. approximately yeah yeah I and mean, that's an, that's a large area you have to cover regardless of what information you have anyways exactly so yeah. yeah exactly but now you know we have these new cameras that you know like produce force fields that oh, hold yeah. the game like mm-hmm. the, the game walks in front of it's it like boom. a magnet stuck <laughs> stuck, stuck. Right so now you know exactly where to go out there <laughs> and shoot it pistol whip the back yeah, of the exactly. head done <laughs> No. It seems like it's one additional resource into, I mean, we've got all the harvest data. We've got numbers, you know, provided by states. Um, it's a lot of times you get a good overview of the land, what, you know, resources are around the area, even pictures of the terrain. Yep. But this is, uh, I feel like, uh, one more piece to the puzzle right. to yeah. help someone really figure out if that's an area they want to hunt or not yeah i've been using google earth for years you know i use google earth i use some of these other companies like i use onyx forever like there's a lot of these mapping companies and systems that i use and for me it's just like another tool in the toolbox yeah Yeah. you know it's not going to be 
oh, now I don't have to scout anymore. It's just going to be another tool, and I think it, I think it can be a valuable valuable one. Exactly, like just the same way Onyx helps you when you're going into a new area, helps you track where you've been so you don't get lost and things like that. Like you're not going to use Onyx in places where you're you've already been and you know the terrain. You're not right. pulling out your Onyx maps yep. every five seconds. Yep. But it's really it's a super useful tool for new areas that you've never been to, and that, and we're just trying to fit right. Yeah. Right, hand in hand, not necessarily, not necessarily with that app, but we're trying to just be another tool, just like Ben was saying, to help people in new areas, help them get their feet on the ground, and just yeah. help them out with that. Amen. What do you think your biggest challenge is uh, with your company right now? Um, well, as you can imagine, it's it can be costly, right? Right. There's there's uh, which is it's a kind of a pro and a con because it's a barrier to entry. So we're not worried about any competition um, because it's, it's, you know, it's a, and he knows, man, it's labor intensive. There's a lot of coordination. There's a lot that goes behind it. Um, so that's kind of a challenge. Uh, and obviously we, you know, we're, we go by the permits and we have the licensing and everything like that. So we have to, you know, like anything with the government, you got to wait, you know, so there's a time factor. And, and uh, so in terms of expansion, that can be a challenge. Um, and I think the other challenge, the main one, uh, it was what Ben was talking about earlier, is just the, the misconception, right? And it, it's such a new idea right. um, that people don't have anything to, there's no precedence. There's no reference of, like, what this is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when they first see it or they hear about it, they're thinking, oh, man, you're, you're selling locations or, or you're just another Onyx Maps. Or, you know, they try to fill they in the They try and dots. compare you to something yeah. else that they already it does, know. Exactly. And so they're, they, you know, if there's no, no proper education, um, they just get stuck with that idea and it's no no fault of their own it's just you know they don't have anything to work with so that's been the challenge and that's kind of our focus you know being here as well is just being, right. hey Get come learn what there. it really is yeah and once they do they're like oh yeah all right well that makes sense that's not what i heard but now that you know it's cool you know what i mean so uh, apart from these type of shows and venues um is there any other way that people can test out the your services for themselves for a trial period per se yeah uh, so we have a, due to the nature of the product, we have a 24-hour trial. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, for the desktop at scouttohunt.com or on the, the mobile app. Okay. Um, so they can go and register and for 24 hours go around, poke around, and, and see what's in the sectors. And, and that data, obviously, you know, you know Rocky's one of the guys. He, they're, they're pulling those cameras. That data is always coming in um, in, in certain areas throughout the, throughout the system. So there's always something new to look at. Um, and it, and it becomes it's addictive like I usually go check my Instagram and then I'm going and looking at Scout to Hunt like it's become my new Netflix like you're just it's you something you just want to go chill do. yeah, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but it, it's instead of watching what House of Cards or whatever, I'm watching. I'm You're watching bucks, looking bucks. at bucks and bulls, and deciding like, hey, maybe I want to go try this unit sometime. It, I mean, it really is like it's the it's you know how you when you open your phone, you automatically hit that one app. It's becoming that for me just because it it's a product you really need to use and, and just see to realize like how cool and how how like useful it is. Trail cam yeah, is addictive, get, man. It's oh, addictive. it's so bad. I love it. I love the rush of like actually seeing the new pictures come in and stuff. I love that. Except for when you hike in, you know, four miles and it's gone yeah right? <laughs> oh, dude, that was brutal yeah we had a chance to check some cams for these guys that were not there yeah i think uh, out of the eight we went to go check four were gone <laughs> it's kind of heartbreaking it is wow that's uh, not a good ratio no <laughs> it's very low gone. very low yeah. so i don't recall if it was on the phone call that we had well it was, i think it was on the phone call but i don't know if it was you or one of the other guys because we kept dropping calls i know it was i apologize but uh one of you had mentioned that um, you were hoping to start tracking possibly 
uh, migration routes, wintering ranges and things like that, and seeing what's what's where at certain times of year and, and comparing deer on one camera to deer on another camera, um, region to region. There, I can't remember. So we are working on like what proprietary analytics that are derived from the, the visual data, right? So analytics you can't get anywhere else mm-hmm. on a sector basis. Um, it's not necessarily in terms of patterning, right? Because we don't the scale of the system isn't really meant for that. It's more for general general information, right? Right. But we are getting analytics in terms of you know the time of activity, you know, because all the metadata from each image, you know, gets scraped, and we're able to see we can display, you know, the that peak times of activity within that sector, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, time-wise, um, and then the ratios of genders and the ratios of species and stuff like that. Those are kind of the analytics that are involved. I think what you may have been referring to is kind of the long run. Over time, when we have maybe like a few years of data, mm-hmm. we might be able to see uh, something that, that kind of goes along with that. Right. But in terms of like a, a small-scale patterning, you know, that won't ever really happen. Right, yeah. But mm-hmm. That makes sense. Did that answer your question? It I, does, yes. I, I wondered, I guess... If you had plans to, to maybe work with local officials and things to sort of gather that information, yeah, yeah. Like that information DNR pro- officials pro- and provide things like that, that information to them. Yeah, if you I, had that, it. I'm glad you brought, brought that up because we are we're investigating and in probing some options to get information in there like that, uh, and and also to work with you know the local fishing game and all that because obviously they have important information. You know, they're right. there for a reason. Um, so yeah, that in the long run, that's definitely a plan. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. So how many guys uh, make up Scout to Hunt from your management side to your field team side? About how many people do you have working for you? Uh, so we got five, um, you know, five original guys. Uh, and then um, including Rocky, we have about 25 okay. uh, field team members. Now, is this a full-time job for everyone? Is this part-time? What, what? So the field teams, it's it's kind of up to them. Um, they decide Pick their what hours, exactly, though. yeah. And yeah. it's just on a camera basis kind of deal. Um, I don't know how much you're... You run it. He kind of just does it like with Ben, like, hey, we're going to do a shed hunt. Let's go get some cameras and pay for our trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for us, for the partners, it's 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 full-time, yeah. yeah. Especially our IT guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh. for, for me, just like you said, it's on a per-camera basis. So, <clears throat> like, I'm contracted to check a certain number of cameras and, and to check those, like I was saying, once a month or every two weeks during the hunt. But then, like he said, if I'm traveling somewhere to, like, Nevada, like, we went and checked a bunch of cameras in Nevada with Ben, I was planning on kind of going out there anyway and I wanted to help these guys out get every, as current of information as we could for this expo and and so I made a trip out there and we did it and then just for every camera we just get a little little payback it's not it's not like I could ma- make this a full-time job I'd have to check a lot of cameras pretty pretty right. often to make it a full-time right. deal but it's it's fun on the weekends take the family just go out there and drive around and go and go look at cameras and go it's see kind of multi-purpose your weekend exactly around it. exactly yeah I just had a really great question and then it went. It's gonna come back. <laughs> oh man! You should have taken a trail camera picture of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was looking into your pretty eyes. And, oh well. Uh, wow. It's one of those podcasts now, huh? No. I have a good question. Is that sushi burrito any good? You tried it down there. Sushi burrito. Oh, yeah, yeah primo. Isn't that what it. you said? <laughs> I ate it. Yeah. yeah it was good. it good? It was good. I'm gonna I mean, get one. I'm starving. Oh. I remembered my question. There you go. Sushi burrito. Yeah, sushi burrito. Just sushi burrito. I was thinking this for editing. So, how? How are you picking locations for cameras? Is this something the management team is doing? Is this something the field team is doing? Is it a collaboration between the two? It's a hybrid, yeah. It's on, it, it, a lot of these guys, especially Rocky, there's a few of them that are pretty autonomous because they know. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and so they, they kind of figure. And if they don't find a good area, they'll go change it. And, yeah. Okay. 
Are you spread out between limited entry units, general units? Is this kind of yeah, all over, sides? all over. Uh, you got your general, you got your OTC, and then you got your limited entry. You know, within Utah, um, and kind of the same thing throughout the other states. Um, and then that's all public land, all BLM forest and all that. So, okay. Uh, you don't have any cameras. You run on private land. No private. No <laughs> private. Yeah. What about national parks? Gotcha. Yeah. Dang it. I know. <laughs> I know. It's too bad. And you know, when I when I first heard about it, I, of course, I thought of the huge undertaking and, and time and money to just run this system. It seemed mm-hmm. just it seemed overwhelming to, to me. Around. Like yeah. I mm-hmm. I was like, how could anyone even afford to do this? This isn't real. Um, but also, how how do you deal with uh, you know, the safety and security of your cameras? Well, um, number one, the sectors help, right? So, right. You're um, not giving away right, pinpointed exactly. locations. Exactly. You know, it's like the, the, the life of public land, right? I mean, that, you know, we all know. It's just, you, you never know what's going to happen. Um, we take, you know, those, those measures, those typical measures to try and, and protect them. But if somebody's really determined, right. they're going to take it. I mean, we've had a guy go out and notch it out of a tree with a chainsaw. Like, literally, there was a box or a hole in a tree that just <laughs> took it. You know what I mean? They, they walked up there with a the chainsaw. So it just depends. Nature of public land, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, and just like I was mentioning before, all those, those risks of well, all the gas money driving out there, all the buying the cameras and protecting the cameras having them stolen it's we're taking those risks on us so that so that other people don't have to and so i mean naturally there's going to be some loss there but right. these guys have done a really great job or management has of taking those risks with with calculation or calculated risks mm-hmm. and and making sure that we're not overextending we're not putting out just cameras where they're just going to get stolen but we understand that that's going to be a part of it and yeah. so they they put that into the system and make sure that we're still we're still able to keep everything afloat and have those types of things happen Awesome. So plans for this year, how is how Scout to Hunt going to grow? How are you expanding? Well, like I said before, Colorado is our focus. Okay. Um, I, we're going to have probably about 16 or 20 sectors out there um, throughout the southeastern area, kind of going central a little bit. Um, and so that's a big deal for us because, as you guys know, uh, a lot of people from out of state, especially the Midwest and East, like if they do a western hunt, they typically go, go to Colorado because obviously it's – they're going to get a hunt, right? They're most likely going to get attacked. So um, that has kind of been our, our goal um, in which we're, we're achieving right now. So we're looking forward to, ha- to seeing how that plays out. Gotcha. Something smells really know, delicious. Yeah, yeah, it's, with the, <laughs> it's, it's that time for all of us. <laughs> okay, well, uh, how can people find out more? Where, where can they find you? Um, yep, scout2hunt.com. Um, is a good way to start. Okay. Uh, Instagram, you know, social media. You post a lot on, on, yeah, social media. I try. Do a little, yeah. uh, Sometimes I make myself look dumb. Do a little hide-and-seek challenges. Yeah, People yeah. Find, 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 it, find, it, find it Fridays, yep. yep. Find it Fridays. That's right. how you found your, your socks, right? I found a pair of so- I got a pair of socks. I didn't find a pair of socks. Yeah, that's but. true. <laughs> exactly, yep. Yeah, so social media, scout2hunt.com. Awesome. Uh, the mobile app on, you know, uh, Apple Store, Google Play, or Android. Uh, you can get the app there, so. Awesome. Uh, can ask Ben Dedamonte Shed Crazy. You can send him a DM, I'm sure. You can uh, hit up Redbeard Outfitters on Instagram. Um, ask him any questions, or you can you can shoot them to us. We will get in touch with the Scout to Hunt boys and uh, see if we can get anything answered for you, any lingering questions. But I, th- I think you are charting on some uncharted waters. You're, yep. you know, you're, you're branching yep. into something that is very new, and with that comes a lot of 
misunderstandings yep. and some opposition. I think that's with anything in life. It, change is hard for people, um, right. especially growing and encroaching. I mean, the way the hunting industry has gone in the last 10, 15 years is it is totally a different ballgame oh, yeah. than it was when we were we were kids. So um, I, I think you have something that's unique and interesting and uh, definitely see a, a benefit uh, for a lot of people. And uh, hopefully they'll check it out. And uh, yeah, good luck to you guys. I'm excited to see what happens with Scout to Hunt in the future. Appreciate Thank it. You. Appreciate There's a lot, guys. Of, a lot of buzz yeah. about it out there. A lot yeah. of good. Hopefully it's good buzz. Yeah. Good <laughs> vibes. We're working a lot of good. <laughs> publicity is publicity. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Where's that sushi burrito? Let's go. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks guys. guys.